This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. This segment is brought to you by Jigmasters. Step up your game with high-quality performance jigs, spinner baits, buzz baits, and more from Jigmasters.com. And always, when in doubt, get the jig out. This is the Chasing the Tide Saltwater segment on the Palin Fin Network. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols. Come along for the saltwater shenanigans. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of uh, Chasing the Tide Saltwater segment on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dustin, and here today... We got the man himself from Yak Tribe, Mr. Heath Punganeven. I hope hey, I there you go. I <laughs> uh, tried to get that name right, man. We'll have to go for that. So, uh, hey, man, I want you to uh, welcome you to the show, man. Uh, thanks for jumping on. And uh, introduce yourself to everybody. Tell everybody where you're from. Yeah. And go into a quick background of what started you, uh, that fishing bug in you, and then what led you into that plastic boat. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, so, of course, my name's Heath. Um, yeah, I'm from Tampa Bay, Florida. I was born and raised. Uh, here in St. Pete, which is where I'm living right now. Um, you know, I spent some time out of St. Pete, moved to Sarasota for about five or six years, met my wife there, ended up moving into the RV for three years and found myself full circle back here in St. Pete. So yeah, I'm a family guy. I got uh, three sons. Um, my wife, Shannon, she's great. And it's pretty much who I am, man. I, you know, Yak Tribe, work, working in church, marketing, you know, all that kind of stuff. You, you already know that kind of thing, but that's me, bro. Yep, that's it, man. And then, uh, and Shannon, and she's kind of like does some influence and stuff too through social media. Also, yeah, she's she's a she's a she's she's pretty good at what she does. She has a whole uh you know influencing network. She doesn't do kind of like you know she obviously she's on the fishing industry, but right. Yeah, she does influence. vacation getaways and kind of stuff like that. Yeah, uh, lodging and things like that, yeah. restaurants yeah. and kind of promotion. Yeah, yeah, I'm proud that's of cool. And good for herself. I mean, she's been able to do influencing you know full time and um 
so yeah, it's definitely a blessing for both of us to be able to. Yeah, for sure. And y'all have like, y'all have a family YouTube that y'all kind of document some stuff too, or y'all still have yeah, that, that yeah, active yeah. a little bit. Yeah, that's pretty active. I mean, you know, like I have my personal and Yak Tribe, of course, um, mm -hmm. but we have a channel called Pangani Tribe, just, you know, play on Yak Tribe, you know, um, and we kind of treat that channel as um, kind of like the home video station, you know what I'm saying, where we're still vlogging, um, but it's an archive of memories for our family, but we try and make the content in a way that's interesting for everybody and they can kind of maybe if we have anything to offer them, you know, travel wise, marketing wise, home wise, just that kind of portion of our life, it kind of derived out of our life on the road. So exactly. So it's like a travel vlog of, of the family. Yeah, it's like a travel vlog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's more. And we're kind of trying to turning it more into destination blogs. So we've cool. been doing like a lot more like top 25 things to do in, you know, Pigeon Forge or like, you know, that kind oh, of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that that area up there, Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge. I, yeah, I traveled yeah. up there as a as a young buck um, uh, many yeah. many years ago. They used to have a uh, a place that you could, uh, you know, I know the people nowadays wouldn't take much to it, but they had a bear. It yeah. was like kept in this area, and you paid a fee to orange sodas or root beer. You know? Yeah, actually, that's like the whole. Feel like that's their whole thing, right? <laughs> Is that like it used to be that way, and mm -hmm. you could they used to have bear. They don't they don't market this a lot, but that's really how like the whole tourist town got started because they uh, would, yep. yeah, they would basically market the bears by letting people feed them and everything like that. And I'm like, yep. no, where is it now? But you yeah. Know, in the saltwater taffy, the candy shops and yeah. all that. And then it's grown into like the go-kart tracks and all that good stuff. Yeah. Still a cool area to visit. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Really cool. Really cool. So yeah, you, 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 you know, Mr. Yak tribe himself. So, you know, as far as that goes, um, what brought about the concept of Yak Tribe and, you know, um, how has it, you know, influenced the Kai community and grown over the years? What, what all started that out? Yeah, man. I mean, I've I've covered this a few times, but it, it seems to change every time I kind of cover it because the vision is always the same, but kind of how we execute it is constantly changing, you know. Um, yes. I will say, you know, to answer the second question first. I don't exactly know how how exactly we've influenced the community. I think, you know, I'm not really sure. I'd have to, I don't know. I don't know. We, we'd have to ask somebody else that question maybe. You know? <laughs> um, but I'll tell you this. I'll tell you that the yeah, I really started um, when I really got into kayak fishing. You know, I, I, I went to ICAST. I was working for a company and, um, you know, I came and, you know, volunteered my time. Uh, in exchange to kind of see what was behind the scenes uh, of ICAST. And so I went there and it kind of like, <laughs> you know, like awakened me to see what the fishing industry was really like. And, you know, ICAST is great. Everything's great. Um, but I really saw like all of these influencers. And I want to like tread lightly when I say this, because if Dustin, you know me personally, like, you know, yeah. I'm like a, a, like I'm not a mean person, right. but for this, but I just want to preface that, you know, um, but for the sake of just moving past this, I, I, I felt like there was like so many imposters there, just like imposters. Like they, they were this one way on online. And then when you see them in person, um, they were totally not that way. And, you know, I get it, you know, online personas and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, but even just the, the companies, you know, engaging with the companies and things like that and watching how the companies engage with each other, I kind of just took a step back and just 
just observed, you know? And I remember walking away from the iCast experience. This is like 2015. And I was like, man, that is, that is lame. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> what in the world? And so it, it kind of just sparked like this. I wish there was, I, I wish that, I hope that the kayak community never becomes that way. You know what I'm saying? And so in the outdoor industry, you have like these niches, right? You have like kayak fishing, you have like bouldering, you have like, you know, mountain biking. There's like all these outdoor like one-off and those groups tend to be like really nice people, you know, like just very just engaged and cool and awesome. And I was just, you know, not that I'm anybody, but I was thinking, I wish there was somebody or, or a brand or a national company that sole purpose was like, to keep that culture or at least try and develop that culture and move it forward. Yeah. And so I kind of try to think of like what that could be. So I started coming up with all these names, right? And, and I did my research. I, I tried to see who was out there because I don't like to create a company for the sake of creating a company if there's already somebody really doing really well at that. Right. You know, I will like get behind them. Um, and I saw a few brands out there, but they were really focused on like, a specific place or like uh, a town, you know, or all the smaller ones. But I was looking for more nationally what, what, what was happening. Yeah. And I just tried to come up with names like, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> but my wife was like, why don't you call it Yak Tribe? And I was like, that is the lamest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you know, let me stick to branding. Okay. Let me stick. That's what I do. And she was like, <laughs> well, I wasn't that mean, but she was like, yeah, it would be good. And yeah. so I immediately went home and it really started to grow on me. I was like, Yak Tribe, like Yak Tribe. Yeah, I could see that. Yak Tribe. And I just threw together like this trash logo. I like drew it out with a pencil and it ended up turning into the OG logo that you yeah. know. You know, it has like the tribal around it with like yeah. this kayak that's also a shark that's also like has a guy in it that also yep. has like, it's like all of these things. It's like too much, you know, it's like, it's too much, but I did it and um, I liked it and people liked it. And of course we've yep. rebranded since, you know, we got like the different seal, national kayak fishing community, all that on there. Yep. Um, and so that's really how Yak Tribe started for the sake of, I wanted to see what would happen nationally if there was an umbrella and the sole purpose was like, do good stuff, try and make connections with people from one side of the United States to the other side of the United States. And like, how do we keep those connections relevant? And where, what are the platforms that we can host these people to have the opportunity available if people wanted to develop relationships or friends, you know, whatever kayak yeah. fishing friendships, you know, in different places. And so, I, again, to end it, I kind of saw all of these different, you know, heroes on the water. I saw all of these things, people doing like specific towns, you know, like this is my segment of kayak fishing. But how do we link like people in Pennsylvania that have never never experienced sight casting a redfish in Alabama or Louisiana? How do we get them to cross culture like that? And it's all good. Like it's dope, you know? Yep. So that's the idea. Yeah. yeah. And it, it is cool. I mean, even for just people in the general area, like myself, I, I found up looking at the database too and, and right. seeing people where they lived and reached out to some people here and there and ended up fishing with quite a few people from, from that. Yeah. And the by the way, this plug, this is my favorite apple juice 
<laughs> this is from Alcorn in Tennessee. Oh, okay. yeah. Yep. Any, anytime I go to Tennessee, I buy like six of these things and I bring it back. That's that good, unfiltered, good stuff. Good for you. So good. <laughs> yes. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Um, and then in the growth, is, as far as Yak Tribe goes, too, has been been pretty significant too as far as over the years and how many people has have become involved and everything and um you know meetups here and there i know this year was a one-off with covid and all that so it was hard this year man you know i i was just talking to rex about this on my podcast that his episode will drop you know uh in the next week or so oh cool cool yeah covid just kind of put a you know you want to be responsible you know as you can you know i found that like during covid there's like and this is anything, COVID, politics, church, uh, anything, you know, like COVID, you got like the people way over here and they believe like if you're not wearing 20 masks and they're not wearing 20 masks and you don't go outside in a hazmat suit, then obviously you hate everybody and yes. that you're <laughs> condemning the world. Yep. And then on this side, you got like everybody that you got these people who are like, you know, I'm purposely going to breathe in your nose and spit in your face and prove to you COVID doesn't exist. Right. And then yeah. you got everybody in between, you know, like, so yeah. that's the world we've been living in in 2020. And so we had yeah. to be really like responsible. We canceled like our huge meetup. Like, oh, bro, we had mm-hmm. like the bunk houses made, like, oh, booked. We had yeah. a pack, correct? Yeah. No, it was actually oh. a golf. It was in Gulf. No, that was the one that was going to be a gold shorts. That's yeah, right. That's right. That's right. We had to cancel that one just because it, Man, it, we still have our deposit there, of course. So it's gonna run hopefully, hopefully this year. Like I don't know when everything's gonna let up. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's just but, so much unknown with all exactly. of it. You know, I, I did. Cool. I had it back yeah. in July, and yeah. you know, and and you know, we I wear a buff, I wear my mask, but yeah. you know, like ever if I'm outside and not within ten yeah. foot of somebody, I'm taking it off. Yeah, I, I mean, so I just, just had to be responsible as far just as just be like, responsible yeah. around other people. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I want to. I want to be that way. You know, I'm not going to yeah. be like, oh, I'm not going to wear it in the store. No, I wear it. You know, it's, I've yeah, had it. It's been like political. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. We've never, ever been like using our platform for that. So I just felt like rather than pushing the issue and drawing out all the people who would come anyway, yeah, that's not really what we're like and the vibe we go for, regardless of what, you know, I think. So I just wanted to, I want to continue our meetups and all those things when, everyone kind of feels like comfortable doing this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Just to keep it all, whatever. Yeah. And I say it's the same thing in the, as far as the big national tournaments go, they are still had, you know, some events were still going on, but they were having virtual captains meetings. Yeah. Um, they were having the big meetups afterwards, doing a lot of stuff online. There's a lot of online CPR stuff going on. Some of the other groups like Bayou coast um, over here, upper coast kayak anglers, uh, low country kayak anglers, you know, all over the country, they kind of adopt, adapted their own online CPR events within their groups and still had engagement through that too, which is pretty cool. Right. Uh, you know, was able to adapt and, and, and still have some good times and still able to 
social fish fish <laughs> on the water. You know, it actually needs to be a shirt if it's not. I'm social yeah. distancing. Social distancing. There needs to be one. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it. Trademark. You're going to do that one. There you go. There you go. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, and then this year, like, we, I mean, all the kayak manufacturers are just backed up. Yeah. They're all pretty much producing whatever they can to and yeah. to try to keep up. But this year was insane for, for the growth. It was, yeah. yeah. I just talked to Ed Ed from Everything Kayak. I had him on the podcast. That will drop in like a month from now. And yeah, the manufacturer just got slammed. You know, shops aren't able to be as, you know, helpful with, you know, being able to get one-offs and, you know, special orders. And it's basically just like build your order and you, and hopefully you get what you can, you know, right now. And, you know, the customers obviously have to be a little bit more patient in this season of uncertainty. Right. That's exactly what it is, a season of uncertainty. You couldn't couldn't say it better right there. Yeah. Uh, because you know, a lot of companies felt that it was gonna be like a big shoo, sharp like fall off a cliff. Yeah. And then they ended up going through the roof with sales and everything, you know, just everybody was going outside. Sure. Get away from it. So man, I know it's just been a crazy year. Yeah. Uh yeah. just looking forward to move forward to the future and and uh keep growing this sport that we all love, you know, that's, yeah. that's the thing, you know, mm-hmm. so getting out on the water. What, what you, you like to sight catch redfish. Is that your favorite I, thing? I love <laughs> the sight catch redfish. If I could do one thing, I mean, look, it would be that, you know, I more than being offshore and pulling in monsters or, you know, there's not one bucket list fish like Okay, like I'm still chasing my, I'm still chasing like my big tarpon, you know, like yeah. a big tarpon here in St. Pete. And we're actually coming up on season in a few months for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is how serious I am about side casting reds. I would give up not ever catching my bucket list huge tarpon from a kayak and getting that shot for being able to side cast reds forever. No problem. Yeah. I'll do it. It's just pretty fun. It's some just of them, some of them you can get right by the boat. It's just so uh, unreal. Like, here's why I think it's like more fun than anything else, right? It's because you're gonna take whether you use, you know, fake or real bait, you know. But let's say take artificial, right? So that's why I like to use artificial. You're taking this fake piece of nothing, mm-hmm. and you are seeing a fish swim around. And then you're putting this fake piece of nothing pro- perfectly in line with it it getting to where it needs to be. And then making this fake piece of nothing look like something real. And then it eats it. You have basically you have been the what's the guy that does like the whole like, you know, a maestra or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, the you know symphony orchestrator or whatever he does. You've been like the master orchestrator of this entire scenario right here, and and it worked. And you got it on camera. It's just I don't know. I don't know what's better than than doing that. That's awesome. It's pretty cool. It is like you said. You got this piece of plastic or some molded melted plastic that was put together to look like a some kind of fish or shrimp, and you're enticing that fish to eat something that. Best is when they swim off. And they don't, yeah. The best is when they don't eat it, and you just like keep 
chasing them and get, and then you get them. It's like, and then you finally get them. Yep. It yeah, makes that, you, that reward is good. Yeah. It makes you feel like if it goes down, you could feed your family, you know? Yeah. That's oh, what it makes you feel like. Yeah. I love to eat them. <laughs> yeah. All the people up north, I guess, if, if y'all don't able to get redfish, just, I don't, I don't know what I'd compare it to up there. I'm just, walleye are pretty good. Hey, I'm gonna make. I'm, I'm gonna take some shots here, okay? I'm just gonna say because I know a lot of people have been on your podcast. The yeah. only reason people like bass fishing is because they can't sight fish for reds. <laughs> because if you could sight fish, if you had that ability, you you would not like bass fishing. Mm. Mm. I I like to catch bass. I do. Oh, but but redfish, just hands down. Or anything. That, that, that drag pull. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Unreal. Through the guides. Uh, the sound of that, you know, line just burning through is yeah. awesome. And just the the yeah. topwater eats they can do sometimes are just. And my boy Kevin Fox. Water, stupid. My boy Kevin Fox over at Southern Moon, you know, in Augusta, Georgia. Yeah. He says something. He told me sometime. He's my boy. He, he always, you know, takes shots. I mean, he's like, you know, saltwater fishing was developed for boys and freshwater fishing was developed for men. Right. Or something. Like that. <laughs> and then I have all my bass fishing friends come down South to sight fish and they, it, they can't make it happen. So you tell me, mm -hmm. you tell me. <laughs> yeah. It's a little different. I mean, it's, it's, different. it's different. Yeah. They, they'll eat some of the same stuff too, though. That's the, that's yeah. the cool thing about it. You know, I've yeah. called them on buzz baits, called them on chatter baits, called yeah. them on frogs. I mean, yeah. called them on, Punching with crawfish imitation, same thing. Same thing. You know, yeah. uh, their tendencies are like a bass almost. They are. Yeah, they're just uh, predators, they're just so. they're they're stronger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they get bigger. Mm -hmm. And they taste a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they taste they taste way better. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! So what? So you like sight casting? You like chasing them down or, or, or you know stalking them on the flats and and, uh, yeah. and going to work with them? What what baits are you using? When, yeah, when man. you're like have to fish, just depends on uh the match the hatch kind of mentality or what's what's in the area or just oh man, like to be honest, this is gonna sound crazy. Like I fished like when we lived on the road, we went from like Florida to California and everywhere in between. And I'm convinced of one thing, and I guess specific areas have like a specific color does really well, you know. But if we're talking about specifically sight fishing, not just like Blind casting, kind of thing. I'm convinced it doesn't matter what color you're using; it don't matter uh, as long as it's the right presentation and as long as it fits kind of the mood, what they're in the mood for, you know. Uh, but I'm pretty much throwing just a few things, man. I'm just either throwing a bugs jig, you know. I've used, I love those things. Yeah. Um, it's a mix between a, a it's a obviously a jig that has is it's a fly. Yeah. Know? It's the throw castable fly image. Yeah. Castable yeah. fly that sinks yep. to the bottom and, and, and puffs up and does its thing like rabbit fur does. I just love it. Yep. So I pretty if I'm sight casting, it's definitely a bugs jig tied on. And if it's not a bugs jig, it's just gonna be a simple, you know, um uh, quarter ounce weight with a paddle tail, uh, something like that. If I'm in Louisiana, uh because we don't have them over here in Florida, if I'm in Louisiana and it's like summertime, something like that, or whatever. I'll throw a crawl, you know, crawl on like a yep. week. But I'm pretty much only if I'm side casting, I I'm only have a bugs jig on. Yeah. 
for the most part. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And I'll bring like three rods out with three bugs jigs on. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> sometimes you get broken off, but the fish is still there. So I'm just like, ah, oh, you know, like get another one, you know. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, bug, bugs are tough to beat, especially um, when they're a little finicky. Sometimes a smaller presentation of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it lands. It's lighter on the water. You don't get that spook from from your splashing down. Yeah, you know, I really near them and stuff. Yeah, most of the time, if I'm in the marsh. Not like in Florida because we have the mangroves, of course. Yeah. But if I'm in the marsh somewhere, Alabama, Louisiana, Texas, I, you know, 20, 30% of the time, if I see like a red over there, especially on the bank or whatever, mm-hmm. I throw it like two feet into the grass. Yeah. And I just, because it's weedless and I kind of just work it out of the grass and let it just kind of like slip in the water. Boom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep. it's perfect. I see that. Man, yeah, it's just. It's tough to beat, you know, beat the bugs. That he has different ones. You know, he's got that clickbait shrimp. He's got the hydro bug, flats yeah. bugs, the bonefish one. He, I mean, he's got a quite a quite an assortment, quite a smorgasbord of offerings for the redfish. Yeah, he does. I only, <laughs> I only use two of his things. Um, I only, I and not to say his other stuff's not good. I just don't use it. I, curl tail, curl tail. I only use the curl tail, and I only use the bugs mini. The mini, yeah, the curl tail and the blue crab is 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 one of mine, and uh, that I use a lot over here, yeah. um, and uh, it's like a kind of new pennyish copper penny color. It's pretty mm-hmm. good, yeah. And then the black ones with the chartreuse for the stained water, pretty mm-hmm. good over yeah. here. I use those minis for the sheep's head, like the sight cast sheep's oh, head. Oh yeah, they will kill them things, dude. They love the mini ones. It just yes, yes, mm. and that's fun, especially this time of year. So, on our on our shallower flats, sometimes even cold like this, those those three four pound red uh, sheephead will be cruising around around the shell and stuff, and you can get them to eat, eat yep. the artificials just presenting them right. And oh man, those things are fun and they're good eating. They're just a pain to clean, but yeah. um, I'd gladly take home a string of those. Oh day. yeah, for sure. Any day, any day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty white sweet flesh meat mm-hmm. sweet meat on them things. Yep. So like you said, you know your three rods. You might have three bugs, but that's a part of Part of my segment I like to do sometimes, I like to throw out a pick three. Pick oh, three. yeah. So, yeah, you got three combos. You're going to uh, stick in your uh, crate, rod holders, whatever. Uh, what are they going to be? Yeah, if I'm in Florida, so I'll just say that for Florida. If I'm in Florida, mm-hmm. um, I'm taking three rods. They're all going to be paired with BG2500s um, across the board just because they're, you know, they're, they're you can find them for $100. You know, they're, they're not the worst. They're not the best their middle line i tell you this like when i first got really into fishing like regularly i would like wipe my stuff down with soap and like you know (laughs) at night to make sure if they were okay like all that stuff i've had these bgs tied up on my rods for almost two and a half years i've never cleaned them ever i mean i've rinsed them off water right like serviced them and they still work just as good as the first day and i've dunked a few of them and those uh, are those are uh, spinning reels. Yeah, spinning reels. The BG twenty five hundred. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really that good with the bait caster. I've never really got into it like enough to get into it. I just don't cast enough to justify needing the ability to have a bait caster. You know, I really only cast if I see a fish. Yes. So it's it's just this that personal preference. But if yep. I'm going out, I'm tying on. If it's in Florida, I'm tying on. Um, a black and gold topwater basic, just like um, heading 
You know, I don't use anything fancy. Walmart, heading, boom. Get that on there. Um, so I got like six of them in my garage. So that's one. I'm going to throw on a, a quarter-ounce jig head with a root beer and gold paddle tail. So root beer and gold my colors here in Florida. And then I'm going to throw on a uh, – on my third rod, I'm going to put on a green, silver, white, um, green back mirrodeen subsurface yeah i'm gonna throw throw on one of those so i usually start the morning off with like heavy top water and then move kind of into my paddle tails and then go back to top water uh in like the middle of the day and if i'm really you know if i'm kind of towards the end of the day i'll look and see what's on the flats and i'll just work the subsurface for a little bit fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish it's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, I'm just going to bring one topwater and two bug jigs, and that's it. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. See, and then some of the times over here, we'll, you know, especially higher tides, uh, flooded grass and all that, you know, I will, I'll have a popping court mm-hmm. to kind of call them out of grass on like windblown shorelines and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah I, I love top water. <laughs> yeah, boy. I love the unexpected uh, blow ups you get sometimes uh, just in high percentile areas like, ambush yeah. points and oh yeah engines and, and mouths of drains and stuff um it's always fun when i wear top water i have the apple watch and um when i'm fishing my apple watch is like constant you have apple watch no no well it's uh it's like your 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 log your steps or something <laughs> no, no, it, you know it tells me my texts like all that kind of stuff oh uh, uh, yeah but, but anyways it it does it, it tracks like your your breathing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When I'm fishing and working topwater, my watch constantly tells me to breathe because it knows when I'm not breathing. Because <laughs> I'll be like, oh, yeah. topwater, and then just like stop breathing, just like, because you're like always anticipating the blow up. Mm-hmm. You know? yep. Oh, yeah. It's like, breathe, breathe. I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm still a, I'm still an Android user. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My wife and daughter get on to me all the time. I just, yeah. I don't know. It's easier for no, my photos and stuff. No. It's just oh, each takes their own. Yeah, it's not easier. <laughs> I think you're just too cool to go. Out. <laughs> like you really want to, but like for the sake of being too cool, like you can't. You know? I can't do it. I don't know. I like being able to tell it shoot, and it takes my pictures. Yeah, I like yeah. I like that part of it. Yeah. That's a big plus, not having to take two-handed photos when you're trying to get your fish in and stuff. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, that's part of it. But, yeah, my wife and daughter are all into that Apple stuff. I just haven't, can't get into it yet. I don't know. Just try. Just try. I might just need to. I just need to just take it. I was like, damn, yeah. you know, dang it. Yeah. I can't find anything on this phone. What's that Safari? What's Safari? What's that? Oh, that's the web browser. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I use Yeah, when, when you don't use. 
when you don't use Apple and you try to get on it, it's, it's definitely different when you've used oh, yeah. Android all along. It's, it is. Oh. It is. <laughs> yeah, That's bro. cool about your watch telling you to breathe. I'm sure if I had one and I was fishing top water, it'd do the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Yep. So what else been going on? You got um, started a, a, a rental program, right? Yeah. So we have um, our rental program. It's a, so we have, it's two sided, right? So we have over that way on the side of my yard, we've got like these three racks I built. They each hold four kayaks. And of course my personal kayak is in the garage, you know, mm. can't be messing around with that, you know? Right. Right. That's yeah, what mine are too. It's all set up, you know? No, but that one's outside. They're, they're all, they're nice. They're feel free. Yeah. They're, they're good kayaks. I got. I just built like a sunshade over them, so they're all protected. Oh, cool! I don't got room for those in the garage. So all like four, eight, twelve, like all twelve of those kayaks stay out there. We got like three paddle boards. Um, so they're all they're all fishing kayaks too. So we got two 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 things here. We have the kayak rental library. That's the Yak Tribe portion, right? Yes. The Yak Tribe library is free for any Yak Tribe. Sorry, any Yak Tribe member. Um, they can come, they can use it, but it's for fishing. So we don't, we don't, we don't, it's not for leisurely. This is for, if you're in Yak Tribe, it's probably because you kayak fish. You kayak fish, yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. So I had to distinguish, make a, make a clear line in the sand that it's for kayak fishing. If you're not kayak fishing, you don't qualify for this program. But if you're a Yak Tribe member, no matter where you come from, what state, you can fly in. If you come to Tampa Bay, you can come rent a kayak. We got your all your gear you can bring a pole out we got your kayak crate anchor stakeout pole dry bags you know measuring to anything anything we even got uh lures that are already ready to go top waters everything a whole whole boxes put together um of tackle boxes so you can literally have everything you need and you can go kayak fishing in tampa bay we throw it on your car all, all that y'all all y'all huh middle american bass fishermen if you ever get down that way yeah. make sure you remember a yak tribe you know. yeah yeah so you be can able to go kayak fishing down there and catch some redfish and some trout yeah, Maybe yeah. Too. yeah use our use our stuff and enjoy your day and come back in so that's like the the free kayak yak tribe yeah. library. it's awesome it's great we had people come from ohio georgia texas pa I mean, everywhere they've come all over it's been awesome and that's still up and running but then we have the we have we use those same kayaks that we purchased for the library, and we have Tampa Bay kayak rentals. Anybody locally that just needs kayak rentals for you know going through the trails, mangrove trails, we mm -hmm. rent those kayaks out for money. Of course, you know we rent those out to them, and our insurance that we got covers both of our programs. It covers the free oh, cool. kayak library and it covers are rental for local people who need kayaks to people get. even if they want to fish or or, or recreational yeah what, yeah what yeah. is the rental company basically gives us the cash to be able to do the library oh, you know cool. these guys you know things break on kayaks you know yep someone will lose a paddle you know i'm not going to make them pay for that either yak tribe you know of course yeah they but a lot of these Yak Tribe guys, they've been so awesome. People have donated from all across the country. Not the kayaks, but the gear and stuff. Gear. Um, and some paddles. And a lot of these Yak Tribe guys, when they come and rent a kayak from the library, they end up bringing more stuff. So they're like, I also brought this life jacket and a measuring 
you know, device. So to add it to the library. So it's great. Oh, you know? cool. But yeah, the rental company, I still have to pay the insurance. So that's why I really yep. need to, to do the rental company to pay for the, the insurance expensive, you know? Oh, yes. Very much so. So that's yeah, that. I have everything. PFDs, rods, paddles, you name it. Y'all got it covered. That's pretty cool. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. How, and that's been going pretty well, y'all. Yeah, it's been going well. Yeah, yep. we have a lot of vlogs on it. We have a lot of content on it, and so it's it's done. It's done really good. I'm just happy to do it, and I'm I'm hoping that we can open another one soon. So mm -hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be good. In a different location, different yeah, yeah, part yeah. of the state, or yeah. just no different. Oh, cool deal. Yeah, yeah. Cool deal. What else has been going on, man? You got anything going on with? Uh, you still doing some marketing and stuff for any companies or anything? Yeah, like yeah. That? I'm still pretty busy. You know, like we've been blessed through COVID um, because of the type of business we have. So we have a, our marketing agency, Rizzotech. Um, when, when the pandemic first started, um, a lot of people saw it, business owners, they saw it as an opportunity to rebrand and to you know just up their online presence because i think a lot of them saw that you know online was really going to be the way moving forward over the next few years um because of all the regulations and so man we probably we built a good amount of sites throughout covid which was great for us you know we were blessed to not lose our job and we're so thankful for that yeah. um but yeah we've been busy just building sites uh building a rod site we built a rod site we built a Windows site, we built a pest control site, uh, event hall site. I mean, it's just been we've just been doing a lot of building lately. Uh, so yeah, we've been we've been doing a lot of that. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of double down and try and get that work um, because we have a lot going on right now. Just in our house, if you can see, if I tilt this up, you see these tiles on my roof. Yeah. Well, that those tiles are covering up the old dry the drywall behind it and you know like regular drywall yes. yeah well they had put this texturing on the drywall and um <laughs> it's asbestos oh. and, and so it's it's hazardous material right and so all that asbestos has started to break up and fall on the back side of these tiles and now that dust is actually starting to come through the tiles Ooh. And that's like, I got three sons. That's like, yeah. Really, yeah, really dangerous. And my cousin works for a hazardous company and she tested it. It's all asbestos. Oh, and wow. It's rough, man. It's, it's pray for me, bro, because we're oh, going to, yeah, definitely it, will. We're going to be out of our house for, for 30 days and it's going to cost 18 grand. Ooh. I'm about to have to sell all these kayaks. Like, <laughs> bro, it's unreal, man. But it's, but you know, it's that's what we've been really up to right now. We're kind of getting everything out of our house so we can, so we can uh, get all this done just for the safety of the fam. And because this is kind of our house for a long time, so we need to right, right. We got to get it done because these kids are going to grow up in this house. I just don't want them to get. I don't want to get sick. I don't want them to get exactly. Sick. No, that's yeah, yeah, man. Insurance doesn't cover okay, that family. Yeah, yeah insurance isn't going to do anything. Huh? No, nope. that's what we've been up to, man. man. Just trying to work our butts off so we can get it. You know, they get, it, get that knocked out. You have to, yeah. And, um, you know, and I know, like I said earlier, you know, y'all were y'all y'all did do the RV thing for a while. Y'all had a a good little run going on that. Yeah, living all across the the U.S. There, even made it out to California. And yeah, back and 
So dope. Y'all just had a good little experience for the for the kids and everything too. Yeah. yeah. See a lot of things already in their, their young life. That's awesome. Yeah, that was exciting for us because I just wanted to put into motion what Yak Tribe was all about, which is like, you know, we could preach like real people, real stories, real connections, but it's like we're only gonna stay here. So we were like, you know, how do we if we really want to build Yak Tribe? And 2020 really put like a little bit of stunt to our growth. Mm -hmm. um, but it's like if you if we really want to grow the tribe nationwide, then we have to go. Like, yeah, we got to go. We got to go to them. You know, like we can do meetups here and there, and like drive to Louisiana for a weekend and do a meetup. But let's just put into practice what we're trying to build. And so that's really what how that how that happened. You know, exactly. And that's the whole thing behind that. The whole concept of Yak Tribe was the the camaraderie, and then the you know, like you said, the, the connections between everybody, and and it's just it's a, it's a great great deal. It's a great program. Great, yeah, I appreciate it. Great yeah, group yeah. of people. Yeah, uh, a lot of great people. Yeah, you've been that. Tribe for a long time, bro. I appreciate it, man. You've oh been, yeah, man. Oh yeah. From you and the bike. I found out about it. I was always like, oh shoot, man. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Always try to try to represent when I yep. when I got it. So yeah, I'll, I'll be stoked on some new shirts coming out when y'all get them going. I will. Yeah, <laughs> I would say you know like Yak Tribe doesn't exist unless the we only exist because of the people. You know what I mean? Yep. So uh, we're not just trying to be like a apparel company. You know, like we're we're really trying to engage with people like you and and um, develop these relationships and friendships that they really last a lifetime. So that's what it's all yeah. about. Oh yeah. Just like everything, you know, I was involved in skateboarding and surfing community. It's all it's still the same. I still keep in touch with everybody yeah. on that side of things. And then, but fishing has just been, you know, it was grassroots from day one when I was a young kid, you know, yep, yep. growing up in Southeast Georgia and, uh, you know, and then just, you know, led me down the road to this, this kayak, this plastic boat world. And it's just yeah. no looking back. It's, uh, I'm excited with the growth and, and, uh, you know, just getting to experience new waters and, and meet, meet new people. You know, yeah, that's, right. that's what's been the best for me was meet, meeting everybody. Yeah. So like my wife, my, I say it all. My wife always tells me I talk to paint off the wall. So, yeah. yeah I, I think <laughs> about our platforms, you know, like, um, Powell and Finn or, you know, what you're doing with this or Yak Tribe or, you yeah. know, any of these organizations that are, are like-minded kind of people, you know, Rex with live live, you know, yep. this, they're ideas, you know, they're really ideas on. And so, you know, it's one thing for these platforms to exist just to exist. But I think what really makes an organization valuable is if it's doing like, what is it actually doing? You know what I'm right. saying? And so the reason why I say is like Yak Tribe only exists because of the people is yeah. because like you've seen this isn't like I always say this, like this isn't a brag on like me because I didn't do it. Um, but you've been in Yak Tribe long enough to see, you know, Yak Tribe has come together multiple times to pay for people's, you know, medical expenses, yes, chemotherapy, funerals, Christmas. Uh, this last year, we knocked out uh, teachers' uh, Amazon wish lists, you know, yep. through COVID when it first started, you know, just, and it's amazing that I can. I can put on Yak Tribe's Instagram story a link and say like, "Hey, here's a teacher in in, in Pennsylvania who is part of Yak Tribe, 
here's mm-hmm. your Amazon wish list. You know, the parents aren't aren't buying this stuff and they need it. And within like I I literally have to call the teacher back and say, like, you have to update this list now because it's it's already bought. It's yeah, it's already taken yeah. care of. So like, yeah, that's cool. That's like kayak cool. fishing. That's what like our platforms are really trying to do is like really be there for each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you've met so many people through your podcast that I can only imagine yeah. your the the reach and resource that you have through these relationships. And it's just it's like, what are we doing with these relationships? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's well, I can't even think how many segments we have now nine i think we even have a segment in spanish yeah (laughs) Yeah. reaching out um we got stuff about you know tournament updates product reviews destination um off the water uh mines the salt water one uh we even got a hunting episode we're starting to fall into now um you know it's it's come a long ways i was stoked when they asked me to come on board uh you know this is my second year now starting this season and um i'm just excited to share people's stories like yours and uh you know talk about fishing on here and uh share if we can just help help a few people out you know that want to get into it and uh you know just want to enjoy uh you know what we have to say yep i feel that oh yes yes sir well shoot man well man i really appreciate you jumping on the show with me today yeah uh you know you got anything uh any shout outs plugs anything you want to Throw out there. Man. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have too many plugs. I don't have any sponsors or, you know, I'm a sponsorless man. Um, but it's yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, you know, just follow Yak Tribe. You know, if you're not, if you're not, even if you're not, you know, into kayak fishing um, or you're just into fishing or outdoors in general, you know, check out Yak Tribe on Instagram or check out our website. Um, I think it's going to, it's going to generate some ideas in, in your own life, just seeing what our community is all about. So if you're part of kayak fishing and you haven't heard of us, I mean, it would be a big blessing to, to us for you to check out Yak Tribe for sure. Um, I guess my personal Instagram, you know, you can check out at Heath Panganaban. That's my personal, I'm trying to upload a bunch of sight casting stuff, fishing stuff, everyday stuff, that kind of thing, man. But Hey, Dustin, I appreciate you, man. It's, it's been fun catching up. I mean, we haven't seen each other. What since like iCast 28, 20 it was been a while. Yeah. The it's last been, time they had one. Yep. Yeah. It's been maybe yeah. 2019. I don't remember, bro, but it's been a minute. Um, yeah. So, you know, I know you got a lot going on too. So obviously whatever you need from us, you know, we're always down to be helping. Right you. on, man. Like I said, man, appreciate you coming on. Thanks for everybody tuning in. Yeah. Uh, you know, don't forget um, Chasing the Tide has a uh, pile of fin. We have an online uh kayak winter trout showdown going on the month of february all right. that info is on the facebook page uh chasing the tide um kayak fishing tournament and it's on the app of fishing chaos uh you can look there i've posted multiple groups here and there so y'all be on the lookout for that and yeah enter that that would be great if we get some support we'll get some support and get that going i'd like to see you know i at least want to get over 20 anglers i hope that happens but hey, you know, yeah. it's nation, nationwide 10 10 fish aggregate speckled trout tournament there's a big fish pot there's a blackjack pot that's free first 21 inch uh speckled trout submitted to win a grande fishing prize pack so we appreciate them for their support uh thanks again to uh truth door and co and waterloo for supporting this segment chasing the tide saltwater segment here on pal and finn and uh this is dustin thanks again Heath, for coming on and we'll see y'all next time
All right. See you later, brother. You. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures located in Northern Illinois for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com.